This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore, who's having an amazingly busy week. We are so happy to have you join us today (laughs) in this little foreshadowing there, Tony. Um, We're going to be discussing yeah yeah, today some legacy planning basics. So I think this is just going to be a really important uh, show because a lot of people think legacy planning, that's only for like the Kennedys or something. But this is something, it, <laughs> it can be kind of stressful, but like everything, you know, you take, you start the education process and you take one step at a time. And uh, it, it's really important because everyone probably can do a little bit more legacy planning than they realize. And, and at the end of the day, you want all of everything you've created in your life. And what I like about legacy planning is it's, it's your values and your knowledge, not just your money. And that's what we want to gather together and make sure it's being passed on in the best way that we can do it. Sure. Yeah. And you're, you made a point there that's a really good one, uh, Tara, that it's not just uh, for the extremely wealthy. And, you know, it's not just for the Gettys, the Rothschilds, uh, you know, the the Gates, uh, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world and the Warren Buffetts of the world. It's also for you and I and our listeners out there. So, uh, this is going to be a great show and a great topic. And, you know, if people work with you, if our listeners, uh, I think if they'd work with you and sit down and talk to you, uh, then they'd be surprised. People are like, oh, I'm not going to have enough money to leave anything to my kids. Uh, I think people would be surprised at what options are out there to leave a legacy for their children. Uh, there are a lot of strategies that make this possible and still give you uh, enough money to make it through retirement. So, uh, before we get into that, though, uh, you already told the audience how I'm doing. I am having a crazy busy week. Uh, I don't know if I've ever produced and, and uh, hosted so many radio shows at once in my life, uh, but my favorite part of the week is talking with you, Tara, and doing the show each weekend. Now, uh, how are you doing? What have you been up to? Well, you know, I've been doing some extra training with my horse. We are keeping our fingers crossed to hopefully show pre-St. George this year. But I've, I've been very diligently riding every day, and I, was, I think I was sharing with you before. I, I'm not quite in as good a shape as I thought I was. So I'm as sore as my horse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You're well, you're experiencing it together. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to have to have yeah, a day off, though. He's, he's, he's let me know. He's a little grumpy. <laughs> Yeah, so, don't work them too hard now. You got to give them a break once well, in a while. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of funny. They they can't speak, but they can sure communicate some things. <laughs> oh, yes. I've seen a horse when it wants to communicate with you. Uh, I grew up around horses as well, and so uh, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, they can have a mind of their own and, and let you know when they're not happy. Well, uh, I think that's great, uh, Tara, and you've got a great subject for us today. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, let's start off with the basics. 
Uh, let's talk about how, what's your def- definition? When you say a legacy plan, to create a legacy plan, wh- what would you call a legacy plan? What do you mean by that? Well, I, you know, I'd like to expand the definition a little bit. It's not just about your stuff or about your money. And I think everyone's been through that experience with a family member, a distant relative, and, and it brings out the, the best or the worst in people when they think there might be some kind of inheritance involved and, and everyone is fighting for the stuff. I look at legacy planning as a comprehensive way to not only pass on your assets that you've achieved, but the values and trying to tie all those things together so that the generation coming up uh, is going to be able to benefit from your all of your, your knowledge and, and the efforts that you've made. I think I shared before, one of the examples I really like was a man who created essentially what he called the family bank. And the bank had money and the bank had knowledge. So when the grandkids, for example, were getting ready to buy their first house, they didn't have to go through the process of trying to qualify for a loan or saving up the 20% down. They went to the family bank, not only for the loan, but also for the knowledge of how do I buy a house? How do I find a good realtor? How do I do the due diligence to to make a good purchase on my first home? So it was all bundled together. And I thought that that was just a really good example of a good legacy planning process. Oh, I think that's fantastic. Uh, That sounds like a great way to do it. So, but people need to have a plan in place or an idea of what they're going to do. And so what are some of the benefits though? Why don't you let our listeners know why they would want to leave a financial legacy or a legacy plan in general, or, uh, you know, and it's not just about the money or the stuff. You're, you know, you're leaving a legacy. That's your, you know, your desires, your input. That's your mark on your family and your loved ones, right? Well, you know, Tony, what's the old joke? There's only two things guaranteed life, death and taxes. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, and um, and you should add another pizza should be added on to that. (laughs) Oh, that's not always guaranteed. But, but, um, you know, so you are going to pass at some point. So if you haven't done any planning, then essentially what you've done is you're leaving that to probate. For the courts to decide and then after that your family so it's kind of like not making a decision is still making a decision so this is where I think people get overwhelmed because it's a big task and this is why I would just like to introduce the concept of like the mastermind group or you know your team of mentors and trusted agents so for everyone in their life as a, as a minimum for your financial life, you should have a CPA and an attorney and a financial planner and an insurance person because those are all the different areas of expertise that are required, but you're still the coach of your team, but you, you have to have all these experts to help you because there's all, the laws are always changing and all those things are, are happening. So to do your planning, you want your team put together because you want your assets to be distributed to the people that you want to have them you know, if, if you're wanting to set something up for your grandchild, maybe for school versus just having money at 18 and, and not knowing what to do with it. So you want to be able to put all these things into play. And once you know what you want to do, then that's where we pull the experts together and say, okay, how, what's the best way, right? Because there's not only one way to get anything done. Right. Yeah. There's, there's usually uh, more than one way to get something done. But there are, there's usually a, a right way and a wrong way, and uh, there are options, and you need to figure out what you've got. And I think a good place to start is someone like yourself, get a good financial planner that you can trust to lay out the overall big picture and assemble that, uh, 
Uh, what did you call it? Uh, you know, uh, the brain group or the mastermind group is is what the mastermind group. The I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. You know, there's whatever you want to call it. Your your family, your trusted agents, your mm-hmm. your close confidants, but um, those mm-hmm. people that that have a little bit of knowledge. And I'm just gonna plug this early. So for people listening, um, one of the really cool things about legacy planning is it can be a win-win for your family and your charity and your whatever your where you want to leave your assets. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And that's what starts to make some of this interesting. And we'll get into more details about that, but that's what I want people to put in the back of their brain is legacy planning doesn't mean I have to live on macaroni and cheese and beans to leave something to my family. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, As long as I still have a pizza budget, I, I think I'll be happy. Now, do you have some basic tips for us, Tara, in uh, to help us with our legacy planning? Yeah. And for this show, I've put together nine simple planning tips because when you're listening to the show, it sure is easier to wrap your head around lists. So the first tip, tip number one is no matter what your net worth is, basic legacy planning is a must. This legacy planning process, it's going to involve the determination of who's going to inherit your property and your stuff upon your death. But it's also going to include all those actions intended to minimize taxes and then address issues, especially if there's going to be any kind of care and custody of minor children or families who have special needs. So we want to make sure step one, no matter your net worth, everyone needs to do some basic legacy planning. Excellent. And I think that's great. So that's that's step one. Uh, what What's step two? Well, the next tip, step two, is the fact that Depending on your situation, and I know people listening is my favorite answer as well, it depends. <laughs> uh, legacy planning, <laughs> you know, it contains several crucial pieces. And depending on what your situation is, there can be some moving parts to order the planning process. So here's a very basic thing is everyone needs to have a will. And I'll say that again. Everyone listening today needs to have a will. If you just take out a blank piece of paper and write down and make a holographic will, you need to get that done because it is so unfair to leave any of those decisions to family members at the time of your loss because that's not when anyone wants to be thinking about what to do with your legacy. So you definitely want to have a will and consider having the durable power of attorney and medical power of attorney because just you want to plan. Part of planning is looking at the worst case scenario and trying to get ahead of it as best as you can. Um, You know, Tony, probably... I think that's important. You know, I know you have young children, and you would you want the courts to decide what's going to happen to them? Would you leave that up to the courts? No. But, I mean... No, my wife and I definitely, we have a living will that, uh, you know, talks about what we want to have happen to our, our stuff and our children, and so I think that's really important. It is important, but it's also one of those things that it just, we all get behind on our daily to-do lists. And there's lots of people that would not want that to happen, but just haven't got around to that. So that's why you want to take care of that. Uh, this is where you may want to consider having a trust. If you still have minor children, just to make sure that some of your intentions are carried through. And, and that's something that's good to, to consider. And then once your legacy starts to get to be of moderate size, then there become more strategies available to work with the IRS to minimize your taxes and then also to at least direct the money to go where you want it to go. 
And like, for example, have you ever seen like in a National Geographic or some magazines where there's a, a full page layout, Tony, where they have, you know, so-and-so has donated a large portion of their estate to the magazine? Have you ever seen that? Yep. Oh, yeah. And that's a case where those people were going to pay taxes. I mean, they're like a lot of uh, common situations are low cost basis stock that they've inherited. And it's going to be such that they're going to pay a large sum of taxes or they could donate a portion of that stock to the magazine. You get the charitable write off. You're still paying taxes in essence, but at least the money's going to the cause that you want it to go to. So you get to keep some control of your money. That's great. Yeah. 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 That's that's a great option. Uh, and see, that's something that a lot of people don't think about or understand. So uh, this is great. This is a good list. Uh, so, you know, but our time, I, I just looked, our time is almost up for this segment, Tara. We have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you want to add before we uh, do? Well, my last tip for this segment is really going to be something that we've already touched on, is trusts are not just for wealthy people. Uh, the trust can be a useful legacy planning tool, especially if you have younger children or people that you're responsible for, because it gives more explicit guidance than maybe necessarily just a will. So it's also makes it's another good tool to consider, especially when you're trying to uh, involve real estate and then protect your real estate from lawsuits and creditors. So it's not just about um, having large amounts of money. Trusts can also be used for sure. protection and some of those kinds of things. Well, Tara, our time is up for this first segment. Do you have any closing remarks? Well, preparing for retirement, whether it's understanding your social security benefits, the legacy planning that we're talking about today, it can be very overwhelming at first or even a little nerve wracking because it's a lot of details. I mean, I this is what I do for a living. I wouldn't you know, expect someone to know how to do heart surgery. You, you, you specialize and you learn to be good at what you do. So step one is gonna be education. So anyone listening to the show today, if they want to visit my website at www.taraE, as in Elizabeth, Nolan.com, you can click on the financially tuned button and download the complimentary retirement income toolkit. This is going to give you a lot of information to get started on things you should be thinking about for retirement, and that's the best place to start. Or if you prefer, you can just call the office, 719 719- two three five five four nine four and we'll get back with you to see what questions you have and how we can help you out all right well thanks tara listeners stay tuned we're going to learn more about ways to plan your legacy with tara nolan on financially tuned after this in today's volatile environment making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important money can go up or down in value and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at TaraEnolan.com or call us today at 719-210-4242. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Today, we've been talking about basic legacy planning tips. And I'll just say, so far, the number one thing that we've talked about today is that it's not just for wealthy people. No matter what your net worth, basic legacy planning is a must because a lot of times when I sit down and go through things with people, uh, there's more you can do than you think. 
So some of the other tips that we've talked about already is legacy planning can contain several crucial pieces. So that's why we want to get experts involved. You want to make sure that you're keeping good records of all your assets because that really helps obviously with the planning process. No matter what, anyone listening to the show today, I don't care who you are, make sure you have a will. And I'll say that again, Tony, that's with my clients. The one thing I hound them on no matter what is you need to have a will. Even if it's just a holographic will that you've written down on a piece of paper and signed and dated. Gotta have that done because your intentions are best to come from you, not making people try to figure out after the fact what did you what would you have wanted to happen. So that's what we've been yeah. doing so far. <laughs> did I capture it all, Tony? Wow. Yeah, I think I think you did. Uh, thanks for that, Tara. It's been a great discussion. You know, I've heard that record keeping is important as well when it comes to planning your legacy. Uh, is that true? Is that on your list of points? Well, record keeping is, is one of the, the most important things, obviously, for any planning process. And of course, it's also the most tedious, right? Sometimes, Tony, I feel like my job is, yeah. is helping people with all the tedious housekeeping. <laughs> but, right. um, but yeah, absolutely. You need to keep good records of your assets because they may be in retirement plans, investments, real estate, insurance policies. Um, but there's three questions that you want to ask yourself. So are you ready? Three exciting questions. Number one. I'm ready. <laughs> who do you want to inherit your assets? And this is a question that obviously becomes more important when family situations become more complicated. Have you ever watched Modern Family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of complicated families. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so number one, who do you want to inherit your assets? Number two, who do you want handling your financial affairs if there was just ever a reason that you couldn't? This is, sometimes I joke that pick the person you like the least and make them do this for you. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and then number three, who do you want making medical decisions for you if you were ever to become incapacitated? You know, and, and, and these are questions that you want to have answered and have your wishes known because boy, that's a, that's a hard thing to leave someone with to, to have to figure out and decide. So those are the three things that you want to look at and then that circles back to my tip of everyone needs to have a will and you know you can read yeah. surveys and look at it but I think like almost 50% of Americans have no will and it's not because they don't know they need it it's just they haven't got around to it it's not pleasant I mean when you write a will that's not a happy day you're not thinking about happy thoughts you're just it's but it's one of those things that you need to get done and take care of sure yeah I, I agree and I think that's such a great point now, uh, what's the next tip on your list that you have for us? Well, we are up to number six. So another important tip is to discuss your legacy plans with your family. So that's one of the things is it, it doesn't have to be something that you do in a vacuum all by yourself. It, you know, this can be a sensitive issue for parents and the children. So, uh, you know, one of the, the things in our family that is being discussed is there's a, a, a large family farm, and I think this happens around a lot of farming communities around the country and there's multiple children and at the end of the day what's going to happen with the family farm are we going to try to keep it together is it going to be divided up um, i know in colorado we have a lot of large ranches and there's you know the one family member who stayed home and works the farm and then the other ones who went off to the big city and just want their money <laughs> so it becomes a, a challenge to say uh, what are we going to do how are we going to do this and it's a lot easier to have these discussions while everyone involved is present 
versus waiting until someone has passed and then the fighting starts to begin. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. When it comes to family, it can get crazy. <laughs> well, sure it can. Right? And, well, yeah, absolutely. And some of, you know, my family back East are big Catholic families. So it's not just one or two people we're talking about. <laughs> it could be up to six. Yeah. So yeah. And it, and it yeah, you know, that's true. This is always a stressful time, so it doesn't always bring out the best in people. So just it's yeah. it's a lot better. And you know the thing is is when you sit down and talk about it, sometimes you can come up with some really good ideas or solutions that you wouldn't have thought about if you hadn't sat down together in a group to go over it. Sure. So well, so far we've covered uh, six of those nine basic tips that you had for legacy planning. What are the remaining three, Tara? Okay. Just pushing me right along, Tony. Good job. I need to be corralled. I am. I'm trying. (laughs) It's like herding cats. So seven and eight are going to be fairly simple tips that can often be overlooked. So, you know, and this goes back to why you need your mastermind group with a good CPA and a good attorney is you want to be aware of what the federal legacy tax exemption is because it changes. So, for example... In 2009, the legacy tax exemption was $3.5 million. So what that means is if your your estate was worth less than $3.5 million, there was no tax. But then in 2010, they phased it out for one year. And so, but then, and then it changed again. So you want to keep up with what the current rules are. And that's, that's just so important to do. And that's why you have a good um, expert to do that for you. So that way, I mean, why would you know that? So that's step number seven is being aware of the federal legacy tax exemption. Tip number eight, and this is always a cool one, is that there's two easy ways to give gifts tax-free and can you reduce your legacy. So let me give a, a nice example, or oh, not a nice example, but a pertinent example is I had a client who, um, his mom had a property in Pennsylvania, fairly close to Philadelphia, And just by the nature of it, uh, the city kind of grew up around it, so the place became very valuable. Not because of anything Mm. she did. She was just the right place at the right time. Well, she went, unfortunately, from being perfectly healthy, sound mind, to just overnight she had a stroke, she got very sick. And so she had this estate that was worth a lot of money, but because she hadn't done any planning, they had to uh, sell off the entire estate to pay for all the medical bills, before she could even qualify for any kind of medical care. But what had oh. happened is there's this gift tax allowed. So when you have an, an estate, you can donate $14,000 a year tax-free to all your heirs. So if you're planning ahead and you have different money that you want to distribute around, that's an example to get ahead of all of a sudden having all that money possibly become taxed upon death. So there's just different situations that are existing out there that if you are working with an expert and you have a plan as your life progresses, then you can go, you know what? No problem. We've already, we're aware of that. So those are tips seven and eight. Know, know what the rules are, sure. basically. Whoever knows the most rules wins. So what is number nine? Number nine. This is the, the fun one. This is where charitable planning, or sorry, retirement planning, legacy planning gets to be fun. It's better to give, but it's also very good to receive. And... This is where (laughs) we get into charitable giving. And and I have a lot of uh, success with this, particularly, Tony, with small businesses. If you have some kind of a low-cost asset, like for a good example for a lot of small businesses is maybe they own the building of their business, 
there are some really cool things we can do to help people sell their business, take advantage of charitable planning, and end up leaving their family in a better spot than had they just sold their business outright. So this step number nine, this is where legacy planning really gets to be fun because you learn how to leverage what you have to make sure not only is your family taken care of, but also a charity of your choice. Um, we do this a lot, especially with churches. Churches are very well uh, educated in these processes and know how to receive your money, which of course they should because they need that. But yeah. this is where this is where uh, legacy planning is really fun to gather all the information together because a lot of times we can make a, a great win-win situation so that you get to direct where your money goes. So it just doesn't go into the big pot of the IRS. And that for a lot of people is a very satisfying feeling to be able to say, I know I'm going to give, but I want to give where I want the money to go and also take care of my family. So that's what step number uh, nine I is. Yeah, and that's important. And that's really important. I, I really found this whole list very helpful. And, you know, you mentioned that um, you might have some information on ways to help ensure that somebody has a lasting legacy. So uh, what should somebody do uh, to begin planning their legacy? Well, step one is going to be the gathering phase, I call it. So this is where it's great to Depending on how organized, some people have all these files on their computer. Some people literally just need a big box. But you want to gather together all your relevant documents. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you know, that, that junk drawer where everything is that, that you need, you know it's in there somewhere. But you want to gather your financial statements, your bank records, your insurance policies, your real estate, or anything else that might be pertinent. And you put it all together in the box, or if, if it's nice, you bring it together on a file. <laughs> and you bring it to the office, and then we go through and get started by making an organized inventory of where everything is currently, how the ownership is structured, and who the beneficiary designations are. That's where we start. And then, once we have that organized, then we can start to go, okay, is this what you want? But what I like sure. to do at this point, Tony, exactly, is I have a From the Heart journal, which provides a detailed outline to help people kind of go through and make sure that they're prepared and have everything lined up. Because it's always interesting when you start pulling together all of your assets that you've collected over the years, and maybe you have an old insurance policy that you don't have the correct beneficiaries on anymore, or uh, maybe an IRA from a, a job that you had from before you were married. So there's all these different cats and dogs pieces that we make sure are lined up. So, you know, as a bonus, Tony, to anyone who's listening today, if they want to visit my website at www.taraenolan.com or just call the office at 719-235-5494, I'm going to also have available today a complimentary from the heart journal. And this is going to help you organize all of your documents and verify that they haven't missed any of those necessary steps in creating that lasting legacy. Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure it's done right. And then it just it, it's a good feeling when you have everything organized and put together the way that you want it done. Definitely. Well, thanks, Tara. Uh, this has been a great show, but we're completely out of time. We've got to go. And uh, I, I just think it's a great show and a great topic, and I really appreciate it. Goodness, Tony. It's just, yeah, there's just so much to, to look at and go through. The, there are time just flies and when you and I are talking together. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. 
Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 